0: G'day guys and welcome back to The Manifest Podcast. My name is Laura and I'm your host on the show where we interview local creative people, find out how are they using their talents to glorify God. Today on the show, we've got Dat Nguyen. He's a student at Avondale College with me and guess what? He has been creating some music. That's right, making it up himself and orchestrating it for an entire orchestra just in his spare time, just because. He's got some awesome projects under his wings, and we're very happy to have him in here today to find out some more about those. So without any more ado, let's get into it. Thanks for joining us in the studio today, Dad.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: To start off, what we like to do is just a speed round to just get to know you a bit. So when I ask you a question, you just say the first word that comes to your mind, okay?
1: Purple elephants.
0: You're so good at this game already. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Ready? Set, go. Full name.
1: Quok Dat Nguyen legally.
0: Nice. Is legally part of your name? No. Or
1: um, so most people know me by Dat, but I found out after I graduated after year 12 that Dat is actually my middle name, not my <laughs> first name. <laughs> what?
0: Awkward. <laughs> okay, we're not very good at being speedy. Age. 22. Favourite colour? Red. What are you studying?
1: Teaching. Well, music teaching specifically.
0: What's your favourite animal? Uh, a duck. Shoe size? Eight. Summer or winter? Spring. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Favourite movie?
1: How to Train a Dragon.
0: Nice. Yeah. How many instruments can you play?
1: I've counted 11 at one point. 11? Yeah.
0: Okay, describe yourself in one word. Banana. Describe God in one word.
1: Describe God? Oh, does hyphens count?
0: Yep, hyphens. All loving? All loving. Yep, we'll take it. Okay, (laughs) that's the end of the speed round. Thanks for playing. So... (laughs) So, Dad, you're here today because of your musical talent. So, how did you discover your love for music?
1: Well, it all started in year three when I was in primary school, actually. And we were sitting in music class and I've just finished the homework really quickly. And my teacher literally told me to just, I don't know, sit there and twiddle your thumbs or something. And so, I literally did that. And that's when it really clicked that, hey, you know what, I'm actually decent at this. Music, not the toiling the thumbs. Okay. And so, yeah, I just grew into just really enjoying what I did because I did it quickly. And some of the stuff that we did during the classes was actually really fun and I really enjoyed it. And so that kind of sparked it all, really.
0: Right, so that was like music theory class?
1: Um, yeah, at that time it was actually a music theory class. Um, I remember one big thing that I took out of music in primary school was we made a CD oh, like, so of, of just like a whole bunch of different um, – samples that we just put together into a track and we just made that as our song and so I've still got that cd actually it's it's pretty um early 2003 2004 hip-hop or just full of samples but yeah
0: and did you play an instrument at the time
1: recorder like everyone else Recorder. yeah I was actually really both my parents wanted me to learn either piano or guitar and I was just like nah
0: Recorder man started oh, at the yeah. bottom. I now just, you're here. <laughs> I just
1: told him, Nah, I have so many regrets now. Like, I wish I could play piano as well as other people, but my dad's just <laughs> like, Well, I gave you an opportunity.
0: <laughs> they tried their best, <laughs> so, they really do. So, when did you start composing music?
1: Personally, when I s- first started seriously looking at writing music, it was probably 2009. Um, it was from actually just writing out other music that I hear. And it's like, oh, you know what? That's a really cool part. I'm just going to try and write it out, try and learn it myself on guitar. And you just come up with your own little ideas and write Mm. them down just so you don't forget them like I do. And next (laughs) thing you know, oh, wow, I have a song now.
0: Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. So what kind of genres do you write music in?
1: This is a fun question. So a lot of people don't see me as this, but... um because a lot of people see the promise and working in the con and think, oh, look, he must be a classical musician. You're right, you're not wrong. I've actually written stuff for like pop through classes. I've got this little side project where it's kind of like a film score. It's pretty huge. But my personal love that I like writing for is actually metal. Most people don't get that.
0: Metal music? Yeah. Wow, Yeah. Good on you. It's true, I didn't picture you as like a heavy metal kind of guy at no, first. No, no one does. <laughs> I, yeah. What does the creative process look like to you?
1: For me, I guess, writing songs, I assume.
0: Yeah, writing songs, like start just to finish. Like start where to do finish. you get your inspiration? Oh, man.
1: Start to finish. I only have yeah. like a few finished products. But start oh. to finish, it all starts with an idea, right? I hear an idea in my head, whether it's a lick or a chord that just really resonates with me or steal ideas from other songs and artists and adapt them for your own. That's Borrow. That <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, hey. If you're not copying someone else's idea in music, you're kind of doing it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's what I've been told. And so, yeah, it all starts with an idea. And whether you develop the idea or not kind of allows the song to grow. It's like, oh, that's actually a really cool idea. I'm going to really run with it. Or either the idea really sucked, it's not going to work. Or, oh, I might have to change it a lot for it to work, but it could work. And then you either change it, hate it, or love it, and then move on. And for me, you kind of just self-absorb yourself with this little project until you can't go anymore or you're stuck, which is where I am a lot of the time.
0: That's all right. But we push on. Yeah. So what is what? the best part about composing your own music?
1: Breaking the rules and upsetting people. Mm, great. <laughs> so, I... yeah, being a part of that whole metal thing, a lot of people like, oh,
0: metal. Yeah, not for Christians. No, no <laughs> do you even... No. Nah.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Being able to write my own metal music is actually really – I don't find any limits because, a most people are going to judge it anyways and I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> within the music department ourselves, I'm probably – I like to think that I'm the most free-spirited, open-minded musician there. Um, <laughs> that's because, a
0: good thing. Yeah,
1: a lot of people just, like, really hate on genres that they don't enjoy or just don't understand, whereas I'm kind of just like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. I can get ideas out of this. Yeah, open uh, to everything, yeah. hey. Whereas metal's just one of those that really – speak me on a spiritual level.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So what is the worst part about composing your own music then?
1: Getting stuck. Writer's block is a nightmare. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Happens for writers of music as well, I guess.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) You have no (laughs) idea. It's so bad. I have so many half finished or files on my computer, just of different songs I've started and have actually just forgotten about
0: but you started and you worked on them. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, no,
1: that's def- definitely something.
0: That's something. <laughs> I have a, so
1: now it's just a library of ideas that can be further brought into songs instead of just unfinished songs.
0: That's right, that's <laughs> right. So do you have any big projects that you're currently working on?
1: So I've got about two big projects that I'm working on at the moment. The first one's the big orchestral piece that I was telling you about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so it's kind of fashioned after the story of how the Israelites were finally leaving Egypt. And the Pharaoh goes, Nah, that was a terrible idea. Bring him back. <laughs> and so it's this huge chase sequence um, about um, the Egyptian army running through the desert and trying to get back these, um, well, they're not really runaway, but the Israelites, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so it kind of just starts off with like this string section where it keeps it really low, quiet, pensive, and it builds up into a chase scene after the Pharaoh realizes that he's a goof. And eventually <laughs> the idea is. It builds up so large up until like the point where uh, Moses splits the sea and the Egyptians are running for it. And we all have this idea of like the war is just closing on to the Egyptian army. Uh, I have fun plans that involve members of the orchestra and choir to just randomly scream and yell during this scene to help create some turmoil and chaos. But um, we'll find a way to implement that. <laughs> but yeah, like we were counting it up and it has like 28 instruments in it and like eight percussions, which is more percussionist than you'll ever want in one room.
0: Wow, that's awesome. No, that sounds like lots of fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is. Um, it's a huge thing. Um, and the other thing I'm working on is this little side side project that not too many people know about. I'm trying to write this EP. It's a metal EP, because the reason why I like metal so much and writing metal is that for me, it's almost like an outreach for, okay. yeah, for people. Because like when you think of people who need Jesus the most, a lot of those people <laughs> you will find in the metal communities, because um, let's, let's be honest here, their views on Christians, Christianity, God and Jesus are not the most popular ones no yeah they kind of see god and jesus as these judging beings up in the clouds and these christians as judging people because you know non-christians and non-believers just can't Mm. follow these rules and that you know you're gonna die basically Westboro baptist church and what how christians are portrayed on the media they don't understand what it's like and so for me i'm writing this little this little ep that kind of says hey you and i we go through the same problems as a christian I would go through the exact same problems as you and I'm suffering um, the same way as you. I just choose to find my comfort in the fact that I have a God that loves me. And so that's the kind of message I'm trying to portray in this EP. Whether people will listen to it, whether people will buy it, I don't know. Um, it's going to be an interesting time when I finally get everything written up. But yeah, that's the whole idea of it because for me, being able to go into these scenes and share Jesus with people who really don't know him, yeah, I, I feel like it's, you have to. <laughs> you can't just go in there and expect, oh, look, there's a non-believer. Cool. And kind of just be comfortable with like, knowing that you know, you're not going to do anything because they're just happy in their ways. Because there are a lot of Christian bands out there who actually go out and in the middle of the set just like, drop everything like, oh, by the way, we as a band, we believe in like, an all-creating God who forgives. And next thing you know, there's a 15-minute sermon in the middle of a show. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I've been to some of them. Oh,
0: wow, Good on really them. It's really
1: cool. And so uh, I kind of feel the same way because it's a mission field.
0: Mm, so true, you know, yeah. and we are called to serve in those kind of places. And I think as Christians, as Adventists really as well, mm. we, we tend to stay really safe. We just, we only know other Adventists and we only, you know, worship with and yeah. and uh, minister to those other Adventists. So <laughs> I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about me though, because I grew up in a in a Buddhist household before I became a Christian. Really? Yeah, I did. And wow. so, yeah, I'm a baby Christian. Oh, and so, <laughs> first
0: gen, fresh blood, everyone. <laughs>
1: <Yo>. <laughs> and so, yeah, for me, it's easy for me to go out and out, um, reach out to other people because I know what it's like for someone to reach out to me. Mm, wow. And that's so that's cool. why I find the importance of it and going out to where you're not comfortable, whereas a lot of people find comfort in being around people who you know, make them feel safe. But mm. I don't know where the mission field is in those environments personally.
0: Yeah, no, that's so special. You have that experience um, to draw on. Hmm. So, at the moment, most of your stuff you're saying that you're writing is kind of all on programs written into your computer, all <laughs> musical scores that are half finished and things like that. Yeah. What's the plan for taking all this into the future?
1: Wow. Well, I actually really, really, really would have liked to have um, graduated this year and gone into doing a master's in composition and just learn more writing styles, writing techniques, hearing more sounds, learning how to write them and apply them to different instruments. Because the one note can change the entire feel of a song depending on where you put it. And so I just, yeah, really would have liked to have gone um, out and just studied composition. But I just recently maybe picked up a job Teaching, I Maybe. don't know, so I might Ooh. have to push that down further down the track. But um, in terms of my music currently, though, I do plan on actually releasing some of these things when I get time to write. Writing is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's the problem.
0: It's it right. It's time-consuming. Time it's it's time expensive consuming. to record. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Do you use music as a way to connect with God personally, like in your daily devotions and things like that?
1: For me, I do. I mean, God could have easily created a world with like no aesthetic. But, you know, (laughs) you see it in the Bible of creation. He made the tree, had uh, fruit. It was good. And then he decided to make it look nice. He didn't have to. Mm. He did. And it's the same thing with giving us talents. He didn't have to give us talents. And so for me to be able to play music, it's kind of like, any time I play, it's kind of in worship. It's like, I don't need to be, be here doing it. But here I am playing music and enjoying it for one. And yeah. so for me, like for me, connecting with God on stage while I play is actually a huge thing. Um, it's probably the easiest way for me to connect with God. It's just lose myself in that mom- uh, moment and space. Yeah. yeah.
0: This is, you play the bass? Is that right?
1: Yeah. Well, for churches, I normally play bass. That's why I get asked. <laughs> okay. But That's yeah. where I've seen you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also sing with the promise and I try and just throw that mind space into it as much as possible.
0: How has your church reacted to your creativity? And do you get many opportunities to share this kind of stuff with your church community?
1: (laughs) Well, again, um, in terms of playing, yeah, I play. (laughs) Uh, play. Church knows I play. They're they're, they're like asking me, I appreciate that. (laughs) Thanks, team. Church, like Big House, for example, has um, nights we call creative nights and we just go in, share ideas and whatnot. Um, In terms of sharing my own stuff, um, church doesn't really know, I have a lot of metal things I've written for... (laughs) the sake of like all the conservative ones I don't want to like give them heart attacks yeah
0: (laughs) okay it's nice for you to think about them then yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was the last question I have do you have any words of advice to someone that might be wanting to go down this same kind of path and write their own music but they're not sure what would you say to that person
1: give it a crack anyways because you never know I didn't start knowing that oh hey I'm gonna start and end up writing a whole bunch of different songs in the end of it. I was just writing down ideas for a song. Um, A lot of my friends who um, aren't even songwriters just write songs for the sake of doing it anyways. But if you're looking at writing music, just give it a go. You only get better over time. And so if you write something, you play it back and it sounds, oh, it's okay because it's like any kind of real talent. You have to really work on it. Um, Playing an instrument is one thing, but writing for it is an entirely different thing. It's not mm-hmm. as easy. And so if you get disheartened, don't because you should get better if you put it into practice.
0: Right. So, Dat, do you have any music here today that you would like to share with us?
1: Well, I've got the option of two if you'd like.
0: Yes, we would love to hear them both. What's in store?
1: Okay. So I guess the first one, because I've talked about it so much, is the, um, the big orchestral one. Um, at the moment, I've called it Desert Run.
0: Desert run.
1: Yeah, because the Egyptians and the Israelites are both running through the desert. It's really clever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's cool. So when, where did you get this idea from?
1: I actually don't know or remember, to be honest. It kind of just struck a chord, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, it kind of just hit, hit me and, and I just like, all right, cool. This is cool. And just, it just kept on like coming back to me like night after night and it just slowly like pieced itself together. Like, just new ideas would just come to me. I'm like, oh, okay. So that could fit in here, actually. And then just sleep on it. Next day, like, oh, a new idea. Well, I could use that. All right, just add it in. And next thing you know, boom, I've got this whole idea and concept for this chase sequence through the Egypt lands. So this is a quick 30-second clip of the actual track Desert Run, if you want to hear it.
0: So what's the next song you'd
1: like to <laughs> So this is going to be a fun one for your audience. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're ready. Oh, We're pretty open-minded here.
1: Oh, I'm glad. So um, the next one I've got lined up for you is actually a 30-second snippet from a work in progress that I'm writing for my little uh, metal EP. It's called um, Withered Minds and Broken Hearts, which is kind of on this idea of, um, again, that um, idea that we as Christians aren't too different from your regular joe out in the world who doesn't believe in god and that you know we kind of struggle for a lot of people i know um anger is kind of one of those things or whether you're just mildly annoyed at someone or full passionate like i hate this person it's hard knowing that we feel these and yet at the same time you know we're called to love and so this song is more um about um our own little conflictions on the inside how despite um our humanity and our um, natural urges to just feel just content for uh content sorry for other people um we're still called to love and regardless of that um it's through you know the love of jesus that really guides us through and shows us how to love so this is with mind and broken heart
0: Thanks for coming on Manifest today, Dad.
1: No worries. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Manifest podcast. And don't forget, if you want to find out some more about what Manifest is or work out how you can get involved... Search for Manifest on Facebook or Instagram. We would love to see your post with hashtag faithful and you might get a chance to be shared on our social media. See you there.